Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for checking out another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. I definitely appreciate your support. If you don't know by now, you can follow me on TikTok. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram and coming soon to a tube near you. You do. But in the meantime, tell some people about it. I would definitely appreciate the support. And with all of that out the way, enjoy today's show. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Good Man Exist podcast coming to you live, live wherever you're listening. Today is probably going to be a touchy subject for a lot of people because I want to focus on women today. Men, you too will be included in this particular podcast. However, comma, ladies, it's about you today, primarily. And today's topic is stop Packaging love. Stop packaging love. What do I mean? Well, let's start with the basics. The basics are the law of attraction. Everyone has someone or some type that they are attracted to. Now, this can vary so many ways. There's so many different type of human beings. And for many of us, we look for a particular thing if we're if we're strictly talking physical and so physically we could like tall we could like short we could like skinny we can like a little bit of meat on the bone we could like a lot of meat on the bone we could like less up top more at the bottom vice versa real hair less hair a little bit of makeup a lot of makeup like this certain kind of style, you know, talking clothing wise versus another. Some people might like color hair, non-color hair, natural hair. Like there's so many options that we have. So a lot of times we hold the physical in such high regard that it completely disrupts our thought process or what we need. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to focus on a particular sex today. But let me first start with the men, right? Ladies, for the most part, you know how us men are. There's typically a certain set of things that we like about women. And if you just so happen to be an African-American man, uh, those things really narrow down, right? Typically, you know, we... If nothing else, you could have, you know, A minuses in the bra size. But if you working with something in the derriere, if that is rather rotund, then typically, you know, we 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 gonna look at you, you're gonna catch our attention. As men, naturally, we are visual creatures. We see something, we like something, we go for the thing that we like. We don't care what the dangers are. 
We don't care what the consequences may be necessarily. When guys only see the physical and let that be their guiding light, they go after it with disregard to everything else. There is no elongated fantasy that we have as men that we think about first before we try to approach a woman. Now, the more mature a man is, he begins to evaluate things slightly differently. But for the most part, the average to anything under average maturity men, and we just see something we like, we go for it. See how it works. If it works, it does. If it doesn't, cool. A lot of times we don't invest that much emotion into that kind of decision. But I'll get to the men as far as what we should consider altering in our approach and how we go about love, right? But ladies, while you all are also visual creatures, albeit to a much lesser extent, you all have a different type of evaluation from the get go. Essentially, you are born with a different mindset to evaluate all things that involve emotion, typically all decisions. Now, I'm not going to say that you stand, you know, in a produce aisle and you look at apples and oranges and you only want one and you think about your emotions as regards to that. That's not what I'm referring to. However, when you think about a man, think about how for the most part, I'm not going to say brainwashed because I feel like that's a strong word, but I will say programmed to an extent. You have princesses as toys when you grow up. Men, we have cars or, you know, sticks if we can't afford cars. Y'all have these big doll houses. You know, with our cars comes a racetrack. Y'all have Ken. Black Ken, Asian Ken, whatever ethnicity Ken it is that plays with your princess in the house. And then you have Barbie dog, I think. And, you know, the little dog. And, th and then there's Barbie baby, I would assume. Now, if none of this shit exists, just pretend that it does. Play along with me. So then you have baby dog and baby baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> You have Barbie dog and Barbie baby with Barbie princess and Prince Ken. So that's the shit that y'all play with as a child. And then you got Disney coming through and a little bit of Pixar presenting you with this love of family and how Ken looks and how perfect it's going to be when you meet Prince Charming and he comes in the tower, fights off all these evil entities, runs up the stairs, breaks down the door. The sunlight shines on him just right, glistening off his eyes. Slow motion almost as you walk towards him. You all get closer, embrace with a hug, kiss. Music plays in the background. He throws you on the back of his horse. You ride off into the sunset. Don't know that that shit happened for us. Yeah, we don't. We don't even dabble in none of that stuff. So by default, you all are programmed to have an image 
of what love is. And the, the issue with that is, is that most of this is a fairy tale, right? It doesn't exist in the same manner. So now, because you have been programmed by what it should be, you apply those subconsciously and then consciously into reality of what you're looking for. So, for example, I'll ask this question and all of you listening, I'm going to take a second and I actually want you to respond to this. You don't have to respond out loud. You can keep it in your head. But I want to know one question for you. What does love look like? What does love look like? I'll give you a few seconds. You got an answer for me? Good. DM me. Tweet me. Let me know what your answer was. I'll greatly appreciate it. But hopefully your answer was I don't know. Or it looks like nothing. Or if you want to get super, you know, philosophical, you could say, well, it looks like the happiness within my heart. That's awesome. That's adorable. But physically speaking, love shouldn't look like anything. And the reason I say that is, is we apply things that we find attractive as a necessity for what love should be or what love could be. And... The things that I see that men and women care about when it comes to things that they need is dumb. There's one thing to be attracted to a person. There's one thing to be attracted to a type. It's a whole nother thing to apply certain attractional traits that don't make sense to love. Now, ladies, I know y'all gonna get after me. I've already prepared myself and I got my running shoes on. But let's talk. How many women out there listening? Get your thumbs ready to DM me and tweet me. How many ladies out there will say, if a man isn't established, he probably shouldn't talk to me. Now let's break down what established is. Let's just say you're in your late 20s. Let's say anything over 27, 28. Established may be, you know, he's at least in the early stages of a career. You know, maybe he makes 50K a year, doesn't live with anybody, has a place of his own, has his own car. Or if he doesn't have his own car, he can at least afford to Uber everywhere, Lyft everywhere, wherever, whatever transportation service that he chooses, he can do. Right? reasonable however because he isn't there yet doesn't mean that he can't get there maybe you say he needs to be minimum six foot two now there is no no you know alternate to that like well ladies maybe he's gonna grow he's 26 27 28 chances are he's done growing but while that may be true just because he doesn't have the height that you're looking for doesn't mean that you don't find them attractive. Because I have had this conversation with many women because I just find it so fascinating. Let's say you say that in addition, he needs to have a six bag, 
muscles, all that kind of stuff. Okay, but just because he doesn't have that now doesn't mean that he's not capable of getting that. So I say this, what does love look like? How do we classify what we need in the physical attraction to help with sustaining a relationship? Is it height? Is it size of the body, ladies? Uh, is it a good career? Because also here's what I know is that the attraction might come from the physical but the deepening of that attraction to where it pulls on the emotional connection comes from who he is. As long as you are attracted to him and he is a man enough in the right areas for you to help deepen that attraction, why are you trying to package it differently? So back in the day, and by back in the day, I mean like three, four years ago or whatever, However, I'm 100% sure it still exists. As superficial as the internet is, as these apps are, Match.com, eHarmony, Tinder, um, I, I don't know what else is out there. But, you know, any, any, oh, Bumble, I think that's an app. You know, any of these apps, they train our minds to see first, to read second, if at all. Now, I don't, know how women interact with you know apps such as tinder and things of that nature but what i do know is that men specifically we could probably let's say you have a hundred swipes an hour on tinder as men we'll probably go through those 100 swipes in the first 30 minutes and then we just gotta wait 23 hours before we can get the next hundred so we're trained to see first very few men will actually see first read second then swipe in other words make a decision ladies if i had to put 50 dollars on it i would say you see first and if the initial attraction is there then you read whereas men as long as you got what we looking for we don't give a damn what your profile say you just swipe and say some dumb shit to you Hey, how's your morning going? Sun's out, huh? How you feel? What? Makes no sense. But I'll say this. Ladies, at least y'all do read. But you also put on your profile, need to have this. Need to have that. Need to be this tall. Need to have this kind of, like, whoa. When you go to Walmart and you buy, you know, Toilet paper, because that's current. You buy toilet paper. You don't want to see just the roll, right? You want to see the roll and the toilet tissue on the roll in a package with a brand on it and a price. So you know exactly what you're getting. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You know whether it's single ply, you know whether it's double ply, you know how many rolls or yards it equals, you know if it's jumbo, soft, ultra soft, absolutely feels like a cloud soft, you know all the details. And in knowing those details, you then make a decision. Maybe you base it off the ply count, 
Maybe you base it off the softness. Maybe you base it off the brand. Maybe you base it off of the price. But that's all there for you. That is unchanging. Unless this company goes out of business, typically you're going to stick with what you know or what you're used to. But then you go to men and you treat men the same way. You need to be six foot. I prefer you need that you have a six pack. You need to have this career. You need to make this much money. And not all women are strict to that. But that is definitely something that you base it off of. But men we're not packaged. You see us for us. And the reason you can't package us as a final product because no one is a final product. If you have a heartbeat, if you still have the mental capacity to grow both mentally and physically, you're not a finished product. So why package me? Fellas, you see the outside. We're the type that look at the price. That's it. We look, that's, that's as far as we go. You see, six ninety nine to seven ninety nine. We're gonna choose a six ninety nine because like it, you know, it's cheaper if it's what we're looking for. We don't care that it may not be the right quality. We don't care that it might not be necessarily what we need. But we base it off of one thing. So although women look at the multitude of things that go into making that their choice, it still results in expecting a finished product. And because we always can grow, and we're always going to grow as long as we're alive. We have to stop packaging something that we don't know what it looks like. We don't know what it feels like because love doesn't feel the same for everybody. So why package it? Love doesn't look the same for everybody. So why package it? I understand that we have preferences because we talked about that before. But one thing that we have to be cognizant of is putting stipulations on something that doesn't have a stipulation. Just because your definition of love doesn't match mine doesn't mean it's any less love to me than it is to you. But the more we dive into the physical aspects of what we think can help maintain a relationship from love, the further we get away from what we actually need. We want to be successful in love. We want to be successful in relationships. So let's focus on initial attraction and then let's deepen that attraction, not from the physical, but from the mental from the emotional, from the things that will allow us to connect with someone that isn't just, oh my gosh, your favorite color, it's blue too? Get out of here. We should get married. We got to focus on things that will sustain relationships. You've heard me talk about it before if you're a listener of the podcast. If this is your first episode, go back and listen to a few of them. You hear it like nothing I say is novel in the fact that you've never heard it before. I'm just trying to let you hear it again in my way and maybe it may be slightly different from how you've heard it in the past. And you'll say, damn, maybe I have been kind of going about this differently. Maybe I should think about this a different way. And that's all this really is. But when we start to box love in, we don't give it room to grow. We don't give ourselves room to grow because I will be the first person to tell you. That a woman with a big booty that I've dated has not been the reason that we failed or we were successful. Ladies, I'm sure that there has been a man who hasn't been as fit as you would like, but that wasn't the reason why your relationship failed. Fellas, we could have loved the fact that she knew how to put that lace front on correctly or whatever. And she looked fly with it. But that's not the reason why our relationship failed. Ladies, he could have been 6'4". Could have dated 20 dudes 6'4". Does 6-4 keep your relationship from, from ending? 
And that's the questions we have to ask ourselves. But I feel like women are more susceptible to it due to the things that you all grew up with. You grew up with things that were very family oriented in toys and movies and TV. So it's not it's not anything, you know, that I say, hey, because you have grew up that way, that 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 something is wrong with you. Not at all. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we have to be sure that we aren't trying to package it the way that we feel that it should be because the things that will ultimately help sustain our relationship have nothing to do with the physical how do i know because there have been people that have been injured that have been hurt maybe they lost a leg maybe they were burned maybe they were in a car accident and they can't function the same and the people that truly cared about them wholeheartedly didn't leave because you didn't have two legs anymore. Didn't leave because you couldn't walk around anymore. You needed assistance in a wheelchair. They didn't walk away because they didn't want to take care of you anymore. They stayed because they cared about you from the inside. And it happens all the time. And it happens more often than not in the military. When people come back and they're disabled and it may not always be a physical disability, it's a mental disability. And in many cases, as long as they don't find it detrimental to their health or their, you know, any one that they love's health, it's something that they can work through again, because that attraction comes from within. If they were to package it and look and say, all right, well, it didn't have this. It didn't have this or had this and then it lost it. I can't do it anymore. Then how many relationships will fail? Damn near all of them. So let's be better about knowing what we need, knowing what we want, and then what we prefer. Notice that preference is last. It is last for a reason. And I, and I, listen, I understand if women out there, you say, well, listen, I ain't gonna date a guy with crooked teeth. Well, listen, we got Invisalign. We got braces. We got veneers. There's options. Oh, but okay, but it's breath thing. Hey, we got scope. <laughs> it's different between making excuses of why you should leave versus why you should stay. Because then that's where communication comes into play. Damn, does he make you happy? Is that something that you can let him know about and have him change? Have him help fix? His credit score is too low. Damn, you act like that's stuck forever. It isn't. Like I said, love grows and we grow. Therefore, if we put anything like that in a package to where it can't grow, then what are we really doing? We're always growing. Don't put love in a package. Don't put what you need in a package because you, your needs change. Don't put what you want strictly in a package. Your wants may change. If you don't allow any room for growth, that means you're only going to see one side of the picture at all times. That it can only be that way and no other way because there are going to be different people out there who aren't going to put up with that from the female perspective or the male perspective. No one wants to be with somebody that they can't compromise with, that they can't communicate with, that they can't grow with. So anytime we put that at jeopardy due to things that are superficial, we are lowering our success rate in our relationships. It's as simple as that. So if you are on a dating app, you are 
dating. Probably not in these times. Hopefully you're staying away from every damn body. But if you are, this is the best time to get to know somebody new. Why? Because they can't take you out. Because you can't go out to dinner. Because you can't take a trip anywhere. Right now is the best time to date somebody new. Because you are forced to just talk. You are forced to get to know them. For who they are. Not for how they act when they're in front of you. Not by how they look. Simply by talking to them. And if ever this coronavirus goes away and you're able to meet them, that will strengthen your bond because it forced you to focus on intellect. It forced you to focus on communication. It forced you to focus on each other without the distractions of the world around you. Kind of like that show, Love is Blind. Picture this as that with less freedom. So if anything, I implore you to get on a dating app. I implore you to get on Match.com or eHarmony.com. Because now is the greatest time to do so. If you're looking for something serious, chances are the probability that you'll have at least decent candidates at this time is high. That does not mean don't vet them. That does not mean waste your time because you're still going to have the people that are also out here on these apps that are just bored. They have nowhere to go and nothing to do is going to ask you for a booty on a sink picture. And they're going to send you a dick pic unsolicited. So you're going to get those two, but you will never score if you don't shoot. So see what's out there. Learn who they are from what they tell you, from what they show you via consistency and texting or calling or whatever the case may be. Consistency through conversation and what they talk about. Consistency in how they talk to you. And understand that nothing else matters but that conversation. So don't package it. Allow it to grow and see where it goes. All right, that is today's episode. Thank you all for listening. I have something special planned for you this week. And if you made it this far, the surprise is I'm actually going to drop two episodes this week. Typically, I always drop them on Tuesdays, but this week you're getting one on Tuesday and you're getting one on Thursday. And get excited. The one on Thursday kind of piggybacks on what I just finished about while this is the perfect time to get to know someone new. That was the key word. New. This is not the time to jump in the past and see what's old. So episode two of this week on Thursday will be about that. But as of now, thank you guys for listening. Stay safe out there. Hopefully this whole thing will be over here shortly. And by shortly, I mean like two months, but we'll all get through it, right? So as always, stay safe, stay strong, and most importantly, 
be great people. 